0: way to get you going
1: go, go. Go, go
0: is VOC Breakfast with Gulum Fakir and Sabir up only on The Voice of the Cape It's gone 26 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock now following last week's interview with Kusati you do you remember that we did that last week yeah? now in the Western Cape around the safety of commuters using golden arrow we said that uh, we would endeavour to get the, the bus service to also address some of these concerns and uh, things took a turn last week when uh, the Ukuba Vimba Foundation a social justice organisation lodged an official complaint also with the South African New Rights Commission against Golden Arrow, and uh, you know, on behalf of all the victims who have been robbed while boarding the uh, the buses. So the question is, does Golden Arrow have an effective plan in place, also with regards to the the the, the point plan that Cosatu uh, had? Um, offered them in a meeting. Let's hear from Gab spokesperson Bronwyn Dyke-Bayer. She joins us online to talk us through this. Bronwyn, good morning. Thank you so much for your time on Breakfast to 91.3 FM. We know that Golden Arrow has certainly found itself in a predicament because you're uh, a, a victim of crime basically, but you all also have and will always have the responsibility of protecting passengers. So the escalation of robberies recently have
1: you directly engaged with, with, with uh, SAPS on the matter? Just to give you some background, obviously, we've been engaging with SAPs. We've been – okay, let's take it back. Um, robberies have always been an issue for us, but it, it was very much a sporadic issue. So if we had two a week, that was that was a really bad week. Currently, we're sitting at about six to seven a week. Um, and to put that in context, we do about 3,000 trips a day. But we do believe that each robbery is a robbery too many. So obviously we are offering a public service and we are contracted to government. So in terms of the Constitution, it is SAPS's responsibility to take care of all of us and protect all of us from crime. But Golden Arrow obviously can't just sit back and wait for SAPS because we've been waiting for a very long time. So we've made our concerns known to everybody from the National Department of Transport, the Provincial National Commissioners of Police. We did a presentation to the Standing Committee on Transport. We've told everybody we keep the provincial Department of Transport aware. But at the same time, we've obviously been doing a lot of things, and I think people don't know about it. And we've been quite secretive because our fear was always we don't want people to know. But I think... You know, this idea has been created that Golden Arrow isn't doing anything. So just to give you some idea of some of the things that we're doing, we had obviously previously funded that law enforcement unit on our buses, but that was cancelled not by us, but because the city needed to redeploy officers. So what we're currently doing is we've been in discussion with the city for a long time, and we're hoping to get this, this finalized now. We're just waiting on signatures, is to reintroduce that unit for three years, um, and that would be funded partially by GABS, and it's a partnership between the City of Cape Town and Provincial Transport, because one of the things that we really believe is that arrests and conviction is the only way to make this stop, um, because these criminals need to be sent a message, and I now, don't think that's happening at the moment.
0: Now, Bronwyn, um, with regards to the discussions that you are in with the city at the moment, talking about the three-year contract with law enforcement, this is something that has happened before, like you mentioned, Doug. Right? Has it proved in the past to be effective?
1: It was extremely effective. We saw a 70% drop in crime over that period. So uh, it was very unfortunate that when COVID came in um, and for operational requirements, it, it was only a, a three-month trial contract, and when we wanted to renew it, unfortunately the city wasn't able to renew it with us. So we really think that's going to be effective, and we've also taken the lessons we learned from the past uh, deployment and making sure that this unit is now built in with support structures that go right through to um, prosecution, making arrests, all of that, um, and I think just a couple of other things that passengers might want to know that we are doing: um, we are fitting something called a drop safe. So we've, for a long time, been talking to security companies, we've gone to other bus companies, we've talked to the police, we've been trying to find out what to do because obviously Golden Era is not a is not safe. We're not a crime prevention company; yeah, we're, yeah, we're a bus company. Yeah. So one of the things we found from from bus companies is that drop safe. For cash takings, have actually reduced crime on their services by up to 99%. And our statistics show that almost 60% of robberies actually only target our drivers. So we're going to be putting in drop safes. We hope that's going to act to some kind of a deterrent as part of our obviously multi-pronged approach. We're looking at panic buttons um, that would alert mobile law enforcement units. We have already piloted CCTV cameras. Um, obviously, all of these things are quite complex because they have to link systems with government systems Mm, mm. but we're going to make it work and then we're also looking to deploy security personnel, so we're already doing a lot of stop and searches and obviously we're asking our passengers please to cooperate I know a lot of people don't like it but it's absolutely necessary so we'll be doing more of those and then we're looking at an app um, that could be used by passengers as a live panic button so this is just some of what we're doing, there's a a lot more that goes into it but um, even though we are doing all of these things and we're really, really hoping it's going to work, we're still calling on staff, we're calling on government to do what is right because ultimately what they're doing now is leaving um, crime prevention and protection to the citizens and, and that's not right because... Okay. You know some of this is going to trickle down in the cost of bus fares and mm-hmm. that's
0: also something we've been trying to avoid for our passengers Roan, i I think I, I don't know and perhaps you can guide me just very quickly. I've got about a minute and a half before I need to wrap up but I mean it is obviously something and very um, you know pleasant to see that uh, golden is coming on board and obviously uh, you know implementing these safety mechanisms for the commuters on 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 the buses um you know when, when are we going to see the rollout thereof? Obviously, I don't think anything, like everything can happen all at the same time. But when can we see, you know, the gradual implementation of these safety tips or, or mechanisms that will be rolled out on the buses?
1: Sure. As I said, some have already been piloted. Um, we're hoping to continue with Fritman as early as next week. Um, so we are pushing from our side to get everything done as quickly as possible. But we also want to make sure that everything we do makes the situation better and not worse. That's the most important thing for us. We don't want to exacerbate the situation. Mm. So we're pushing. This is not something that's going to happen next year. It's going to happen as soon as we can make it happen. And um, that is our promise to our passengers.
0: Right, let's leave it at that, Bronwyn Dirk from Golden Arrow. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Bronwyn, and all of the very best with the rollout. We'll definitely be keeping our eye on this one. It's gone 19 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is, of course, breakfast after the break. We continue.